Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good afternoon, St. Louis. DGS on KMOX. Just gorgeous out there. Should be nice through the weekend. And then as Amy and Brad were talking about, I guess it's going to snow on Sunday or Monday. <laughs> so whatever. Uh, Brad Young is sticking over with us for one more segment. Not two because he bills by the segment. And I can't afford two. I can afford all the Chet Plebans. He's cheap. <laughs> Brad Young, though, he's he's going he's gonna to cost you something. Um, I'm sure you guys have talked about what went on in court today. I didn't hear it. I was at a Twister competition. Um, Did you win? A third. Came in third. Nice, nice. Yep, yep, yep. Wow, Couldn't nice. reach the yellow one with my left foot. Um, so walk us through it. Uh, please repeat it for my audience. What happened? What are your thoughts? Well, the the three main points that were argued today during oral argument really breaks down to number one, is the president an officer of the United States under the Constitution? Because, uh, because under the 14th Amendment, Section 3, it says that an officer is subject to uh, the application of the insurrection clause. So, is the president an officer? Yes or no? That Isn't was one it of the weird. Questions. How exact this is to what we did in law school. Oh, oh, yeah. Like that in particular. Yes, is the kind of thing that if they gave us that question, you'd go, "Well, this is kind of dumb because they would never leave that out." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but evidently they did. They did. Right? They didn't define what it is. Uh, secondly, is Section Three self-executing? Meaning, is it the kind of clause? Uh, that can be applied on its own, or does it require congressional action to give a definition of it applies in this situation and in this manner like a regulation would? So that was the second thing. The third main topic of the oral argument today uh, was whether January 6th was an insurrection, whether it qualifies as an insurrection under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, and that was hotly debated on both sides. Yeah. The first two, uh, I'm going to guess they're going to give to Trump. Uh, The third one, I doubt that they even reach, but that's the most interesting one to me. Mm -hmm. And uh, between uh, Ketanjay Brown and Trump's attorney was pretty interesting about the whole, you know, what do you need for an insurrection? Correct. And even during the show, while Amy and I were talking about this issue, we had a lot of folks texting in saying, well, how can this qualify as an insurrection? because Donald Trump was never convicted of an insurrection. But but as Amy pointed out, uh, when this clause was initially applied back after the Civil War, those officers of, of the Confederate Army weren't convicted of anything, but they were treated as being in that class of an insurrection. Yeah. And it, a criminal conviction isn't required. Having said that, one of the things that Major Garrett said that I thought was great was that his analysis was that there was a lot of unanimity in the court, yeah. in that the whether you consider them to the right or to the left, all the justices were asking probing questions, showing that they're all concerned about the same issues, and hopefully, one way or the other, 
there'll be some degree of unanimity in the decision to break up this logjam of divisiveness yeah. that we have in this country. So what if a normie, uh, just a U.S. citizen who stormed the castle on January 6th and was convicted, wanted to run for president? Would well, this apply? Well, not really, because, again, if you're going to hold it at that standard, none of the individuals, zero of the people who were convicted on January 6th were convicted of insurrection. It was all related charges. It was all charges related to trespassing, property damage. There was even some charges under what's called the uh, the uh, uh, Oxley Baines Act, right? All right, banking, which is banking law, yeah. uh, Which really doesn't uh, make any sense in the context of of what January six was. But Baines Oxley has kept me from having a hot tub for twenty years now. Uh, We used to be able to trade stuff, tradeo. Remember those good old days, wheels, where you Mm -hmm. could go like, "Hey, I don't want to pay." for my Camaro. I'll just talk about you on the air. And then Sarbanes-Oxley got rid of that. And now it's putting people in jail for insurrections. So is there nothing that Sarbanes-Oxley can do? Uh, I haven't heard anyone talk about this. Uh, So going forward from here, we want to make sure that we know who can and can't run for president vis-a-vis an insurrection. Is that a law passed by Congress or is that would that need to be a constitutional amendment? Well, I think it's certainly going to be determined by what the court does in this case. Uh, but ideally, it would require another amendment. But you're never going to get that. I mean, the the, the are we the, ever going to have another amendment? Ever? I don't think we'll ever have another amendment to the Constitution because it requires hmm. too much agreement to get to that. But even without that, I, I could easily see the Supreme Court saying that Congress has to give guidelines on the application of the insurrection clause in order to make sure that people get due process. Yeah. And I could see that happening very easily. Did you guys get to hear uh, Donald Trump's press conference? Mm-mm. OK, not at all. Do we have that queued up here? So he was somewhere near an airport because there are uh, planes <laughs> roaring behind him. And you can tell he's annoyed. I'd love seeing a human being bitter at an airplane. Yeah. But you can just tell he's like, shoot it out of the sky. Um, <laughs> so someone is asking him questions and uh, he says a couple kind of nutty things. Here you go. So let me just tell you that I heard and I watched. And the one thing I'll say is they kept saying about what I said right after the insurrection. Because I think it was an insurrection caused by Nancy Pelosi. This was an insurrection, if it was an insurrection, which there were no guns, there were no anything except for the fact that they shot Ashley Babbitt. Somebody from okay, at least four shot Ashley Babbitt. That's, he, just, he goes on and on from there. Anyone can listen to it if they want. But uh, this was an insurrection caused by Nancy Pelosi. I'm sorry. One of the dumber, more deranged things I've ever heard him say. Not everything he says is dumb. Not everything he says is deranged. That was both. Now, if you want to talk to me about Nancy Pelosi didn't send out the 10,000 troops, uh, X, Y, Z, I don't know. I wasn't privy to these conversations. I have not seen any real evidence of it. Uh, But to say that Nancy, this was a Nancy Pelosi insurrection is just dumb. And then he follows that quickly with, if there even was an insurrection, because there weren't any guns. Well, I don't know that you need guns for an insurrection. It makes for a more effective insurrection. There were guns. There were about a dozen people convicted who had guns there. But, you know, what are you going to do? Well, on The Simpsons, it, uh, it was always done with pitchforks and torches. Right. You know, right. Uh, so, yeah, I guess guns aren't necessary. Why, why, why would you cause an insurrection for an election you just won? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's a chess. I see. This is the problem, right? This is the we can't even comprehend. That's kind of my point. Evil is that the the it's the conspiratorial mindset 
And in that mindset, there is no truth because you'll believe anything. Like, well, why would you do that after you won the election? Well, you don't understand. Four years later, they already had this plan, and they know what's going to happen. I'm like, okay, so they're that good, and they're that smart, and they're that good. I mean, they're like that brilliant, but you know about it? Like, what do you – it can't be both. You can't be like these brilliant deep state connivers, and also everybody in the world knows about it. Well, the the flaw there, uh, Wheels, is applying logic to this. All right, you yeah. can't. This is being everything that he says right now is to is to reach a certain audience, to motivate an audience, and much like other conspiracy theories, uh, logic, facts, and reasoning are simply not necessary. Andrew, who, who's who do I go to here? Is it two different people or just one? There's two different people. There's one on line one that I'm getting on now, and then there's Joe on line eight. Okay, let's go to line one. Uh, what's what's their name? Modern Times. This was okay, you're on the air. You're on the air. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're, you're now on the air. You're not talking to Andrew anymore. So can you tell us your name and start over again for me, please? Jerry. Okay, Jerry, go right ahead. Well, let me turn off the radio here. Yes, yes. That's always good. Nancy Pelosi failed to protect the Capitol that day. She fired her sergeant of arms to try to cover up this hit with S program. Who did, um, who did she fail to protect the Capitol from? From anybody. There was well, who did she, in, in particular on that day, Jerry, who, who, who did she need to protect it from? Who is a threat FBI to the Capitol? The FBI told her there might be trouble that day. Ask the FBI who they're talking about. They told Pelosi this three days before January 6th. So, that, so that doesn't mean that Nancy Pelosi caused it. Maybe you can give her some of the blame for not protecting it. There was the least amount of police presence in Washington, D.C. We got hundreds of witnesses. I've heard them on other conservative talk shows. Well, those are are always valid. So, Jerry, what are are you trying to say, though? I really don't understand. Are you trying to say it was like a false flag? Look, we were supposed to have stopped the fraud campaign going on. They was working with Arizona, given the fraud that the Republicans found in Arizona. Nancy Pelosi stopped stopped the fraud campaign by having her Capitol Police. Who did they wave in? Who was those first people rushing in there? Ray's FBI agents in plain clothing. We know this as a no, fact. No, we, we don't know this. This has been completely discredited. No, no, it hasn't. Ray will not answer the question if his people was in plain clothing disguised so, as Trump So, Jerry, supporters. will you at least... He won't answer will the you, question will you, he did it. Will you at least if give me... Lies, one of them come forth and say, no, he's lying, then he's going to hang by the neck as a traitor. Will he not? Jerry, you can, you, stupid? Can, can you at least give me that there were thousands of Trump supporters there with your FBI informants? Pelosi resumes saying... Did they? Did they? Can you answer my question? Jerry, can you can you answer my question? Can you answer my question? Stop the fraud campaign. We're supposed to have a stop. I don't know how productive this conversation is. This is what it sounds like when you're you're brainwashed. Because this is what these guys do. This is why it's productive. Well, it's double speak. It doesn't make. I mean, there's no way to track what's going on. It's very (laughs) deliberate. Well, you did it, Dave. You you nailed it because you you went right to the point. Like, okay, even if that's true. What about the people that were there that got prosecuted yeah. that took like, are we, failed to protect? And by the somebody. way, so many of them went on social media to brag that they were there, that they did it. And some of them got caught and convicted 
because they were bragging about what they did. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like people were like, no, I wasn't there. I did, had nothing to do with that. I was fooled. People were celebrating it. I did this. We're going to save the country. And even if you want to argue the other things, it doesn't change that those people did what they were accused of. And thoughts? Honestly, it just hearing that caller makes me sad. Like there's no, there's no way to go, Jerry. You made Amy sad. (laughs) (laughs) Like there's no owning Jerry. Like, Oh, I'm going to own this. No, there's none of that. This just makes me really sad because it is, it is uh, unhinged the way it sounds. Um, And I'm sure he believes it and I'm sure it's upsetting and it's upsetting to him. And that frustrates me because there you want to talk about someone who knows what he's doing. Uh, Donald Trump is exploiting people and playing into people and he is exploiting their real fears. He's exploiting where they genuinely feel not heard. He's exploiting where they genuinely feel left behind by culture and he's playing them so hard and it makes me mad. John says he can uh, help Jerry out. John, go ahead. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey. What I wanted to add something to what Jerry's point was, um, because I, I, I actually agree with where he was coming from, and that is this. The, the incident on January 6th was a cascade of events that started 18 months prior or two years prior when we were letting the rioters, looters, and protesters run amok over state and federal buildings. Our law enforcement security was gun-shy. And on January 6th, we didn't have in place adequate security who would have acted the way they would have acted, say, five years earlier, that would have prevented it from happening. Now, I'm saying that not to remove culpability of what happened, but what I am saying is that it would not have happened if we were treating security the way we did prior to all those protests in Portland and Minnesota and everywhere else where we were letting them just say, Okay, we're going to let you do this. You get damage. You get defaced these monuments. So, John, I, 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 may, I may agree with you about that as far as the standard, but, but there's a bank right next to me. Isn't that like me going in and trying to rob the bank and then blaming them for not having enough security to keep me out? Well, see, Dave, I agree with you. So that's where the nuance is. You see, I'm not removing the culpability from the, the, the actions that occurred. You're saying that there's shared responsibility. Well, yes, to, to the degree with how it evolved, yes. Okay. Because there, there, there could have been a protest of any kind from left or right, regardless of who got elected. And I'm not saying that the left would have stormed the Capitol, and I'm not saying that the right wouldn't have. But what I am saying is that if there was adequate security in place, it would not have happened. Uh, let me give Brad the last word since he has to take off. What do you think about all that? Last two callers. Well, certainly there's a, like, use the swimming pool example. If you have an attractive nuisance in a swimming pool, you don't put up a fence, you can be held responsible even though you're not the one that threw the kid in the pool, right? So there is some of that, some of that. But I think what what I always try to, to, to look at is what can reasonable minds look at and agree upon. And I think reasonable minds can look at it and say it was a riot, crimes were broken, people should have been punished. Was it an insurrection? I don't think it rises to that level. But reasonable folks can look at it and say crimes are made. Look at the shaman sitting in the office, you know, with the with the with the headset thing on, with the ears and the Viking helmet. Uh, he was clearly breaking the law. Windows were busted, people were injured, laws were broken. They should have been punished. 
Uh, and I think reasonable minds can look at that and say, I agree with all that. Quick break right back, DGS. 125 DGS. Uh, I need to say something to Jerry. I'm sure he's listening because he keeps calling. Jerry, we can't put you back on the air. We rarely put people back on the air. But it's not because I disagree with you at all. I love talking to people I disagree with. But you just keep yelling. And it's just not good radio. You just keep yelling and yelling and yelling and not listening to anyone. So that's why we're not putting you back on the air. Uh, I said to the guys on the break, though, and I'll say it on the air. If Jerry and I both took a lie detector test about... Who was involved in January 6th? He would pass faster than I would. Mm. I completely believe that he completely believes that the FBI led this and they were responsible for it. I believe that he believes that. Yeah. And I'm always, I know I brought up the part earlier about, okay, why would, why would Pelosi, why would they, why would Democrats stage this when they just won an election? Like, why would you do that? Well, the other part of this is who 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 appoint- they'd be so tired because they rigged it. Who appointed they'd be exhausted? Who appointed uh, the head of the FBI? Trump. Oh, so why would this guy all of a sudden turn on him? And I know it's going to be the deep state this, the deep state that. Well, I mean, there's always an answer. I know, and that's kind of the frustrating point. Like, oh, you know, when you, when you get to the January sixth hearings, and all we heard about was. All of the Democrats were the ones asking questions, and and that's because the Republicans wouldn't participate for obvious reasons. But the people testifying were people that worked for Donald Trump, that worked in the administration and on the campaign. So they wanted him to be president. They were the ones answering the questions. And we always just kind of gloss over those particular things. Like, if you've got to run that hard to try to go around those things— yeah. You, you could probably pick up something from that. And all of these indictments were from grand juries. They were from United States citizens. And and almost all of the witnesses were from his team. Yeah. So just let that sink in a minute. The whole, like, Biden is prosecuting me, persecuting me. Uh, every single time, it was a group of United States citizens picked the same way they're always picked, who sent back true bills. Yes, we think that he should be indicted. He was indicted. And it was based on almost exclusively Republican witnesses who worked for Donald Trump. That that doesn't get talked about enough. I don't know how you get around that other than other than. When you're kids and you'd be fighting, you'd be like, I have a, I have a force field. I have a force field killer. <laughs> I have a force field killer killer. You just got to keep going bigger and bigger and bigger, right? 135 DGS on KMOX. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role 
like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So I wouldn't mind even taking a few phone calls on this specific topic. I have had discussions about just not talking about politics on the show. Uh, For those of you who are new uh, I've been doing this since the year 2000. It uh, had, was a comedy show. We would talk about, you know, we'd have the priest and the rabbi. We would talk about, you know, whatever was going on. This, of course, was pre-Trump, before everyone hated each other. So you could do it in, in a more gentlemanly kind of way. Uh, but th- this show was not built on politics at all. And uh, I'm afraid that we've lost some of our dgs ness by being forced to talk about this stuff. Because here's the thing. If Donald Trump is the most polarizing, popular figure who's ever lived, I think. I feel pretty good about saying that. Um, And so when there's a story about him, which is not just every day, it's multiple times a day. And you're going to talk about it. It's impossible. I find it impossible. To just robotically go, uh, this just in, Donald Trump says that the insurrection was caused by Nancy Pelosi. Next up in weather, it is who, what human can do that? And so you have to address it through your own lens, your own intellectual way of looking at things, your own values, your own beliefs and such. And while most of, I would consider myself, uh, going back to the George Bush days, uh, to be a right-leaning, um, compassionate conservative, conservative very much so fiscally, conservative very very much so militarily, conservative very much so supporting the police and first responders, conservative very much so with, uh, you know, hey, I don't feel sorry for you because you're a criminal. Stop being a criminal and we'll stop putting you in jail. Uh, but I also don't hate people. I also am not racist. I'm also not homophobic or transphobic. So I don't seem to have room in that tent anymore. And that's them telling me. That's not me. That's them telling me. You had your card punched because we're into these things and you're not. Okay. But I would love it if I never had to talk in the air about Donald Trump again. I'm just curious whether the listeners would see that as, oh, thank God, yes, you do what you do, talk about goofy stuff, uh, or no, it's way too important. You have to, you're a radio show, you're KMOX, you have to talk about these kind of things. I'd be curious what people think. Uh, 314-436-7900, just in case you want to weigh in on that. Wheels, what do you think? I would say that it'd be, if it were productive, then you would do it, but it's not productive. 
I mean, like it, it is necessary. Right? And I'll say this just because, believe it or not, folks, I'm not a cartoon character or a cyborg. I'm a real person. And is what did Rach? What did you say on the break? I said it really, the situation with Jerry really bothers me because I know that it bothers you, Dave, and I know you'll think about this all day and you'll try to make it make sense. And I feel like the people calling in and screaming at us are not having those same kinds of like complex emotions about this situation. I think it's just like, you're wrong. So I always, I always just feel for you because I think, you know, to the people who call in and scream or the people who tweet mean things or whatever, you know, the super aggressive people out there just think like oh glover just hates trump and he doesn't want to hear a thing about it that's so unfair you have no idea what you're talking about you have no idea the amount of thought and struggle that goes into these kind of conversations and the effort that's put in to try to make these conversations as fair as possible to all sorts of listeners i just get i just get mad on that level yeah um and i, feel I don't sorry like doing it. it uh i don't want to name them because i it's not saying like they're bad people but I can think of uh, broadcasters in this city, in this building, my coworkers who love it. They love to fight. They love to fight on Twitter. They love to fight on the air. I'm sitting right they here. They love it. <laughs> I don't. I do not. I, I, I don't like it at all. I don't like it with listeners. I don't like it with friends. I wish this whole thing was gone. But, but yeah, I've thought about that. I've talked to my boss about it. And there's, I, there might be this perception of like, oh, Dave's mind is just made up and that's the end of it. That's, it's just not true. Like the amount of thought that goes into Wheels it. Wheels and I were talking about this, mm-hmm. apropos of another broadcaster. And I said, well, they don't seem to require the same connection between an opinion and evidence that I do. Yeah. And consistency. Consistency. And that's one of my hobgoblins. Is that uh, which which I consider to be uh, the opposite of a character flaw? One of my better points. I have mo- I'm mostly made of flaws and warts, but one of the things I think is better about me is that uh, I I want evidence of something. Whether it's I should get the beef nachos or the chicken nachos, Jesus was the son of God, Jesus wasn't, Donald Trump uh, is being persecuted, Donald Trump should be prosecuted, all those things, I just want logic, I want evidence, and I'm not saying that you have to, you know, put on a federal case, but you can't just scream, and you can't just say, my buddy told me this, uh, and and that's where it gets so frustrating. Yeah, I think where I get annoyed by the idea of evidence evidence is not simply hearing us or someone else say something that's not evidence and it's not how you feel seeing words on a page is not evidence no it can be if it's within the context of other things and i don't know all the evidence right I, i don't want anyone thinking that what i'm saying is i got all the evidence i don't have all the evidence are you kidding me not even close but i've seen a lot of evidence and i haven't seen any that persuades me the other way. Now, someone says, well, Nancy Pelosi's at fault for X, Y, Z. Look, once I saw her freezer full of ice cream, I'm no Nancy Pelosi fan. <laughs> so I don't, I don't need to carry her water. Right. But when you say that she's responsible for the insurrection, okay, now I have to push back. Whether or not there was an insurrection. Like, what Whether does that or even not. Mean? There were no what guns. does that even mean? Uh, let's take some phone calls. People are kind of surprisingly calling in on this. Diane on line two is up first. Diane, thanks for calling. Go ahead. Hi, Dave. Hi, Dan. Listen, listen, I just wanted to say that I think politics is outrageous anymore, but I do think that 
I learn a lot from you guys just listening to some of your points and the dysfunction of this country. What we really need to realize is we need to quit electing presidents. We need to start hiring CEOs and get some integrity back into this country. Diane, let me tell you something interesting. That's exactly what you just said is exactly why I voted for Donald Trump the first time. In case you guys don't know that, I voted for him in 16 for the exact reason that I was tired of hiring politicians and I wanted a CEO. And I felt like and I believed him whenever he said, oh, you think I'm going to be like this when I'm president? I'm going to be the most boring guy in the world. He did one of his little robot moves. And I believed him. Uh, Let's talk to Patrick on line three. Hello, Patrick. Hi, Dave. Hey. I love you guys. I listen to you all the time. I just wanted to say that I think Don Trump is a con man and a trickster and that he's held America under his spell for 10 years now. Uh, I think a logical, reasonable discussion of any amount of facts would introduce how many lies he's been caught in since uh, we've met the guy. And I think he just keeps getting reelected on a motion. Yeah, I, I can tell you that the one and this is going to warning. This is about as uh, look at me as I ever get. But Amy Wheels, you'll get this. I don't hear a lot of voices out there like mine. Um, You've got lots of extremes, but I don't hear many voices that are even handed and intellectual and willing to listen to both sides uh, on a platform this big. Usually if you're on a platform this big, you're a bomb thrower because that's who gets hired, right? You look at the big podcasts, you look at big radio shows. It's not – they're not a lot of reasonable people. It's mostly bomb throwers on the left, on the right. That's how – like this guy, Jesse Kelly, never heard of him before. But he is the one who threatened to ruin Langford's life. That guy's going to blow up like crazy now because he threatened a senator. Before, however, whatever career he had, he'll have 10 times that career because he threatened a senator. And I just don't like playing that game. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, let's talk to John on line four. Hello, John. Go right ahead. Hey, Dave. I get it. Thank you, man. Hey, I'm a 68 year old retired guy that has breakfast with a bunch of other old guys. And we've figured out already you just don't talk about it. Everybody gets wound up and it's like. Just don't talk about it. I think I think you could actually take a couple of days off and just let it go. We don't need Donald Trump stories. There's plenty of other places to get it. You want to try to have a rational conversation, and it, it, I don't think people are capable anymore. Just send them to the other stations or whatever. There's more than enough stuff to talk about. You know, I think I think this guy Trump just laughs every time he sees people getting wound up. Just don't give it to him. Just try and take a day off. Thank you, John. I appreciate that. Let's do one more and talk to Sue on line six. Hey, Sue. Hello there, Dave. Hey, Sue. Um, I was telling the, the screener that um, when I found you by chance on 97.1 on my way home from work one day, mm-hmm. I laughed so hard all the way home that I found out I didn't have a way to listen to you in my house. Mm-hmm. I spent $900 on a telephone so I could get Odyssey and just started picking you up on on digitally. I love the old Glover. I, I don't want to listen to politics. I get enough of that all day. I listen to you 
just lightened my whole evening. You're the best thing that ever happened. So go back to the go back to the old stuff. I don't care. I, I want- am going to need to take Sue on a date to Pasta House. <laughs> <laughs> That's very that sweet. That is really sweet. That's yeah. very Thank sweet. You, Sue. Thank you for the phone calls. And if you and look. You can call and go off at me, too. <laughs> you don't have to call and say that you, you love the show. I appreciate that. That's always nice. Uh, but we'll take any kind of call. 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. I love Sue. Take a couple more phone calls here. We're just kind of lamenting the fact. that Look, this hurts our ratings, okay? 100%. Talking about Donald Trump hurts ratings because... I don't know if it's half, but let's just say it is for the sake of argument. Half the people out there love Donald Trump. I don't love Donald Trump, so therefore they hate me. They don't listen. It hurts ratings. Uh, but you're, when you're a talk station, especially KMOX, and when it is literally the biggest story almost every single day, and it's very, very important. But uh, so anyway, we're I talked to my boss uh, about it, and uh, well, what. How could we not talk about this? Is it is it not our lane? Because I've made my living uh, for a, a quarter century being funny and topical and this and that. Uh, and then this Trump thing has just come along and changed everyone's lives. But people calling in, I really appreciate it. Uh, Brad, on line five. Brad, go right ahead. You're on the air. Yeah, um, I do like to talk about these things because, like you said, it's like the biggest news today. And it interests me, and it has not always interested me that much. But I think it's a very serious problem. I just to give you a, a, to be upfront, mm-hmm. I had been a Democrat uh, most of my life, and mainly because I come from a poor background, and I was always told that's you know who yeah uh, Same. takes care of you. Same. Yeah. So. Uh, but in 2016, I thought uh, abortion was starting to really bother me. And I thought, well, I'm determined, even though uh, when I think about my money, uh, the Democrats going to be better to me, uh, I'm going to do Republican and suck it up because I don't want abortion. So uh, when they decided Trump was going to be their man, uh, I thought, well, OK, I'm going to watch his speeches, listen to him talk. And so I'm disappointed that you voted for him because if you listen to him talk, I was shocked. I was like, oh, my gosh, this guy is ignorant. He's disrespectful. He's um, he's crazy. I was like, oh, my gosh, it's just there's just no way. And so um, I have three brothers that are all Trumpers. I am surrounded by Trumpers. They think that, you know, all I'm tired of the lies and I just want the truth. And I try to seek out the truth, even if it's against the Democrats. Mm -hmm. Same. Nope. We lost him there. Uh, Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with, uh, with, with, with most of that. Isn't it fascinating the different reasons that people have for being Republican or Democrat? Or, because when he said, hey, I've been Democrat most of my life because they help people out with the economy, you know that Republican heads just blew off in their cars. And if he had said the opposite, the Democrats' heads would blow off. We have to remember, we have to remember, 
no matter how thin you pour the pancakes, there's always two sides. You may be so absolutely sure, but there's someone out there who is just as sure on the opposite side. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 